every time someone has a question or even a challenge or a different view, I want to engage with that. But a lot of what we are doing out there, no matter what our role is, is being good stewards of the time and the gifts and the talents and the opportunities the Lord puts in front of us. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, my name is Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Our guest today almost didn't make it. A few years ago, she was in a devastating road accident. By all accounts, she shouldn't have survived. But she did. And through her suffering and recovery, Karen Swallow Pryor learned the importance of community and being the hands and feet of Christ for others in need. And she came to understand how her physical life and her work and her words and her relationships, all of it, they were all in God's hands. And as she puts it, she simply wanted to live, to please him. I first came across Karen via her book on reading well, which takes you on this wonderful guided tour of great literature. Then I heard a talk she gave about the benefits of reading slowly. And so right now I'm actually reading Middlemarch extremely slowly, luxuriating in the language. And it was Karen who gave me the permission I needed. In Karen's words, she is, in this order, reader, writer, professor of English. Karen discusses her childhood fascination with reading, she talks about her career as an English professor, and she talks about the power of story. She discusses her new book, Cultural Engagement, and encourages us to see how we can all benefit from humbly listening to one another, even when we don't agree. And that made me wonder, what if our social media platforms might display above everything and most of all, the beautiful fruit of God's Spirit in us. As Paul writes in his letter to the Galatians, the fruit of God's Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So, without further ado, Please welcome my friend and yours, Karen Swallow Pryor. My name is Karen Swallow Pryor. I am research professor of English and Christianity and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. I'm also a writer. I've written several books and I'm working on another. I do a lot of opinion pieces. I'm a columnist at Religion News Service, and I spend too much time on social media. 
I've always been a reader. And even as a little girl who loved books, I also dabbled in writing, writing poetry, bad poetry and stories. And so naturally, I did end up pursuing a profession as an English professor, which I've been doing actually for 30 years now. Cultural Engagement is a collection of essays co-edited by me and a colleague, Josh Shatrow. And we both taught together at a Christian university for a number of years. And we taught in different areas. He taught in religion. I taught in English. But we discovered over the years that our students really struggle, even as Christians, even as Christians who have been taught and discipled well for most of their lives, they struggle to know how to think biblically about all of these issues that are coming at us today. Every culture has its issues that they face, but there's also something about living in this digital age where we are almost forced to think about and confront and have opinions about all kinds of issues that might not even directly affect our lives, but they're coming across our newsfeed or our friends are talking about them. We know that Christians live in different times and places across the globe and across history, and we have different issues that have an impact on our culture. And the Bible tells us that we need to know our times. And Paul models that in Acts 17 when he walks into the Areopagus and he encounters the philosophers there testing and debating the the current day issues and ideas. And he grabs hold of one of them and he quotes from a pagan poet in order to point to the one true God. And so that's a model for us as we have these conversations. But we're not always having the conversations with the pagans. We're often having them in-house with fellow believers. And so that's where we have to also remember that the Bible tells us that the world that's watching is going to know us by our love one for another. We have to be filled with the Spirit to go out in the public arena. I mean, we have to be filled with the Spirit in our own private lives. One of the challenges that we're all facing right now is the not only the temptation, but even the forces that are pushing us into our own echo chambers. That's how social media works, is by feeding us more and more of our own views that then perhaps get picked up by someone with a polarized view. And that polarization just keeps on spiraling out. And every time someone has a question or even a challenge or a different view, I want to engage with that. But a lot of what we are doing out there, no matter what our role is, is being good stewards of the time and the gifts and the talents and the opportunities the Lord puts in front of us. It is challenging as the world changes and we see more and more Christians who hold very different views on what to me are very fundamental issues. And so I look at those views when I see them, when they come across my social media or I read an article or an essay, and I I think it's very important to have these conversations. Now, I think it's important to have them in constructive ways. And ideally, we have these conversations in our own flesh and blood communities in our churches and with fellow believers and with our neighbors and family and friends. But we can also develop those relationships even in the digital sphere. I see every one of those challenges as an opportunity for me to think about that different view 
really ask myself why I think it's wrong and why I think mine is right. And then also ask, well, maybe there's something in between. Maybe my view about the truth of this issue can accommodate or kind of answer or address this perspective. And if it can, how does it do so without compromising what I believe to be the truth in scripture? One of the important things, especially about digital media, is that we are also modeling how to have these conversations constructively when we're out there. So if I'm having a conversation on social media with someone who's being abusive or trying to just develop the argument in advance, the way I respond to that person or don't respond is being watched by many other people. And then the way I respond with someone who's being constructive, even if we come to a disagreement, is also being watched by other people. And we need to, as Christians, remember that the thing that we need to platform most is the spirit of our Lord Jesus Christ and not our own opinions or pride or attitudes. That's something I struggle with simply because I'm a kind of a, a snarky person and I love the witty comeback. And sometimes there's a place for that, but I'm learning more and more that that is not the way of Jesus. So that's a personal challenge that I have. There are so many issues out there and it is exhausting. And so I want to encourage Christians to not feel like we have to engage in every debate about every issue. That's simply impossible to do. And the other factor that's important to remember is that we need to be humble. We simply can't be knowledgeable in all of these topics. And that means, though, that I have to obey him, not only in speaking up, but also in not speaking up when it's not time to speak up. And that humility that we have, I think, will just help us to learn, to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And then when we do speak up or we do have something meaningful to say, people will be willing to listen to us because we've listened to them. But the way the Bible speaks to our lives needs to be dictated by the Bible itself and not by every changing opinion and every changing debate that's going on. And so we ought to be in tune. We ought to be ready to grow and to learn. But we ought to understand that a faith that is deep and rooted and lasting is not going to change with every whim. And we simply need to be willing to grow steadily and biblically and steadfastly. I am the beginning, Jesus said, and the ending. One day, John knew, heaven would come down and mend God's broken world and make it our true, perfect home once again. And he knew, in some mysterious way, that would be hard to explain that everything was going to be more wonderful for once having been so sad. And he knew then that the ending of the story was going to be so great, it would make all the sadness and tears and everything seem like just a shadow that is chased away by the morning sun. I'm on my way, said Jesus. I'll be there soon. John came to the end of his book, but he didn't write the end because, of course, that's how stories finish. And this one's not over yet. 
I love this passage in that it really highlights the way that God has a story, Jesus is the center of that story, and that story is planned out by God, but it's not over yet, and it's especially not over yet for us. He has a purpose for us here on earth and a purpose for us eternally, and the beauty of life, even amidst the sadness, is knowing that He will make all things new and we will see the beauty and the goodness of even the sad things when that time comes so this passage just gives me hope and joy and it resonates so much with the way i try to think about my life every day even in the sadness i know that god is doing something with it because all things work for his glory and good for those who are called according to his purpose You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.